Welcome to the Lifehouse Message Podcast. Please make sure to follow or subscribe to this so that you can get all the latest messages. We hope that you are inspired, empowered, and encouraged by the message today. Let's enjoy. Hey everyone, Adrian here from Lifehouse Church in Tokyo, and it is such a joy to share the Word of God with you. And I would love to pray before we uh, dive into this message. Jesus, thank you that you love to speak to us, and I, we open up our hearts and we ask that you would come and speak to us today. In Jesus' name, Amen. So recently I've been reading this uh, series of books called The Chronicles of Narnia and absolutely loving these books. I'm not much of a reader, but I've, I've, I've learned to become a reader and loving these books. And the reason I started reading these books is because these were books that my wife read when, when she was younger and her family used to read it together. So I really wanted to get into these books and, and get to know the stories that she loves so much. And I've, I've watched some of the movies, but I really wanted to read the books. And one of the great themes that right throughout every single book is this theme of there is a battle there's a war going on between good and evil, light and darkness. And if you and 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 most good stories, there's so many great movies and and books and games that that, that carry this theme of there's a battle on between light and darkness. And I think we can all relate to this. I think these are the the storyline is so popular because we can all relate to it, right? We can, we all know that there is a battle. We all feel the battle in our own lives, and it may not be dragons and 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 um and superhumans with superpowers, but we all can relate to the feeling of of being in a battle, right? That having that darkness that's pushing against you in your life, and and no matter what battle you are in today, I really have a message that's going to encourage you, encourage you to how to fight this battle, because the reality is you are in a battle, I'm in a battle, and if you're not, you're going to face a battle soon, and God gives us these great weapons to fight these battles. What does the Bible say about this? In Ephesians 6, verse 10 to 12, it says, a final word, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power, put on the full armor of God so that you'll be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil for we are not fighting against a flesh and blood enemy but against evil rulers and authorities in the unseen world against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places so the Bible teaches us there is a battle okay it's not just a fantasy it's not just a it's not just in fantasy novels and movies. It's a real reality for you and me. There is a battle on. But it says our battle is not against flesh and blood. Our battle is not against people. Our enemy in this world is not people. Even though maybe some of the things you are facing, some of the battles you are facing may involve people, but the enemy is not people. It is spiritual powers. It is spiritual darkness. And what this scripture teaches us is that we need to be strong. The encouragement is follow of Jesus. Be strong, not in your own strength, but in the strength of Jesus. And says stand firm against the strategies of the devil. So what I think it's so important for us as followers of Jesus is that we need to not be afraid of these battles but we need to be aware of these battles because with Jesus we do not need to be afraid Jesus said this about um, about the enemy he says the thief talking about the devil comes to steal kill and destroy but then he says but I came to give life that life that is full and good 
And isn't it amazing that we have Jesus in this life? We don't have to live in fear. We don't have to be afraid of these of the enemy. We just need to be aware of the enemy. And so what I want to encourage you today with is that the number one of the most powerful weapons that we have in this battle is the bat is the weapon of praise is the weapon of lifting up God's name, the, the weapon of shouting out God's praise and dancing and celebrating the goodness and the power of our God. And, and so um, that is my message today, is that praise is a weapon. Praise is a weapon. When you sing out your praise to God, when you lift up the name of Jesus and you celebrate Jesus, that it is a weapon that is pushing back darkness in your own life. When you are surround, feeling surrounded by the enemy, one of the most powerful things that you can do is lift up your voice and declare God's goodness, declare His praises. And I love this, I love this scripture in, um, in Psalm 8 verse 2. It says, From the mouths of children and babies come songs of praise to you. They sing of your power to silence your enemies who are seeking revenge. <laughs> Isn't that powerful? Even when little kids sing. I love that. When our, when our kids in Lifehouse Kids are singing praises, you know what is happening? They may be singing with little, little like squeaky voices and cute little dances, but when they're singing about Jesus, the enemy is trembling. Darkness is being pushed back. That is how powerful praise is of our God. And so I want to look at a great story from the Bible about that just illustrates this truth, this truth about the power of praise, praise being a weapon. It comes from the book of Chronicles. Okay, so book of Chronicles is a history book in the Bible. Uh, and it's about a nation called uh, the nation of Judah. And the name, the, the very name of this nation, Judah, means praise. The name Judah means praise. And so the, at that time, in, in the, the, the time that we're going to look at, the, the king of that time was Jehoshaphat. He was a good king. He wasn't perfect, but he was a good guy. And so we're going to pick up the story in Chronicles, 2 Chronicles 20. And so um, a messenger runs in. He runs in. He comes before this king, Jehoshaphat, and he, he gives him this bad news. He says, there are three nations that have teamed up together, and, they, and their massive army is at this point marching towards Judah. They're coming to declare war on us. And so let's, let's look what happens in verse 3. Jehoshaphat was afraid and turned his attention to seek the Lord, and he proclaimed a period of fasting throughout Judah. So obviously, King Jehoshaphat's first initial response was fear. It's natural to do that. If you, as a king uh, who are, who, who's leading this nation, get a report that three nations more powerful than you have teamed up together and they are just a few kilometers away about to march into your city, you would be afraid. And so King Jehoshaphat is afraid in that moment and that's okay. Uh, that's part of life, okay? You and I, when, when we, maybe you get that phone call about a, a friend who's, who's, who's just had an accident or you, you're in a doctor's office and he gives you that bad report or you get called into a meeting and you find out that you've lost your job. Obviously, we're gonna, the, the initial response is fear. 
You're going to be afraid. You're going to be overwhelmed. Okay, that's normal. There's nothing wrong with that. But what we see next is I love Jehoshaphat's um, response. Because in this moment, when you and I are facing a battle, when we feel darkness pushing towards us and pushing against us, we have, we have a choice. Either we're going to go down like a stair. If you think about a stair, spiral staircase either you can go down and continue to follow fear and intimidation and um, and hopelessness you can keep going down that spiral or you can make a choice to go up go up in praise go up in seeking God go up God I'm coming up to you I am afraid I'm overwhelmed God but I'm going to lift up my voice I'm going to seek you God and that's exactly what Jehoshaphat does it says uh, he was afraid and he turned He made a choice to turn his attention to seeking God. And he calls the whole nation together and he says, we're going to pray. Okay, we're going to seek God together. And verse uh, verse 6 is, this is Jehoshaphat. He's now gathered the whole community and he's he's about to start praying. In verse 6 it says, he prayed, O Lord, God of our ancestors, you alone are the God who is in heaven. You are the ruler of all kingdoms of the earth. You are powerful and mighty. No one can stand against you. I love this. He, he, he starts his prayer in praise. He lifts up his voice. He says, God, you're amazing. There is none like you, God. You are the creator of all the kingdoms. You're the creator of heavens and earth. No one can stand against you, God. And, and Jehoshaphat, is, even though he's afraid and he's, he's facing this battle, he chooses to say, God, I'm going to look to you. I'm going to lift up my voice of praise to you. And I love this about Jehoshaphat. And, and, and Jesus even teaches us this. He says, Jesus, when he teaches us to pray, he says, this is how you pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Our Father in heaven, we praise you. Our Father in heaven, you're amazing. You're powerful. And so even when Jesus teaches us to pray, it starts off in this place of praise. I'm, I'm going up, God. I'm going up in praise. And so Jehoshaphat, is, he, he's praying. You can see this. He's he, 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 you can see that, that battle going on in his heart. He's, he's afraid, but he's choosing to lift up his voice to God. And this is the thing about praise. Sometimes, even when you don't feel like it, even when you are um, you're overwhelmed, it's a choice to say, God, I'm going to, even though I feel overwhelmed, I'm going to lift up my voice and I'm going to praise you. And I've, I've faced this so many times in my, I've been following Jesus now for 19 years. And so many times on this journey I've, I've faced battles I've, I've faced hardship and I remember coming to church on a Sunday feeling overwhelmed but I remember making a choice God I'm going to go and I'm going to lift up my voice and I'm going to lift up my hands I'm gonna, and I'm going to celebrate you God because you are good and there's so much power when we do this but Jehoshaphat even he does that but he also he's vulnerable before God he shows God his need in verse 12 he towards the end of his prayer says oh god who who uh, won't you stop them we are powerless against this mighty army that is about to attack us we don't know what to do but we are looking to you for help and so i i love the this 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 vulnerability of um of Jehoshaphat. So even if we're going up in praise, it doesn't mean that we, we're not real with God. We're like, God, you're amazing. You're powerful. But God, I, I'm too weak. I can't do this. And that's why I'm looking to you. And I just want to, I think this, it's important to know that this isn't a pity party. Okay. Jehoshaphat's not like, oh, 
life is so hard. Everybody's against me. It's not that. What Jehoshaphat is doing is, is he's saying, God, this enemy is big. I can't face this by myself, but will you help me? I'm looking to you, God. And, and, and so even, pray, even in praise, we can say, God, I'm weak, but you are strong. I look to you, God. And so this is what Jehoshaphat is doing. He, and, and all the people, the whole community is listening as he prays. And Jehoshaphat gets to the end of his prayer, and then there's a silence. The whole community is just waiting. They, they're waiting. And, and at the same time, this enemy is marching towards them. And, and, and then the Holy Spirit comes upon this prophet in the community. And he starts speaking out God's promise. And listen to this, verse 15. This, this, this man who was empowered by the Holy Spirit says, Listen, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Listen, King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged by this mighty army. For the battle is not yours, but God's. <laughs> I love this. I love this. This, this. this prophet gets full of the Holy Spirit. And he says to the whole community, Hey guys, God says, don't be afraid. Don't be overwhelmed at this battle because this battle that you are facing is not yours, but it's God's. And for many of you listening right now, I want to say to you, the battle that you are facing is not yours. This is not your fight. You, uh, it is not going to be your power that is going to win this battle. It is God's fight. God is going to win this battle for you. God is fighting for you in this battle. And this is the encouragement that God says to this community. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged by this big army because I will fight this battle for you. And I want to encourage you, if you are facing sickness right now, do not be discouraged. God is going to fight this battle. If you're trusting for, uh, uh, for salvation in your family, God will fight that battle. If you are in a financial difficulty, God will fight this battle. And this is the promise that God gives to Jehoshaphat and this whole nation. But He also gives them instructions. Verse 17, he says, But you will not even need to fight. Take your position, then stand still and watch the Lord's victory. He is with you, O people of Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out against your enemy tomorrow, for the Lord is with you. And so God gives them instructions. And, and he says, I want you to go face the enemy. And this is important. I think it's so important for un us to understand is that we do not retreat as followers of Jesus. We do not retreat from a battle. We don't try and avoid battles. We don't try and, uh, try and hide from them. No, we stand. We face the enemy, but we stand and we watch God move. We stand and we watch God win the battle. And that's what God is encouraging this community. I want you to go out and I want you to march. And so this is a step of faith. I want you to go out and face this enemy. I want you to get ready for battle, but I want you to go out and stand. And you're not going to have to fight. All you're going to have to do is sing. All that you're going to have to do is lift up your voice and praise. And so, and then what happens next in verse 21? After consulting the people, the king appointed singers to walk ahead of the army, singing to the Lord and praising Him for His holy splendor. This is what they sang. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. And so can you just picture this for a moment? Just use your imagination and just picture this moment. There's this massive army 
marching up towards Judah and they decide that they're going to send their army out. But in front of the army, they're going to send out their musicians. So you got some guy jamming on his guitar. You got the guy with his cowbell. You got a guy with his shaker, guy with his harp and a bunch of singers. And they're just marching out in front of the army and they start singing. They start singing. They say, give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. And this community starts singing. They start lifting up their voices to praise in God. And listen to this. This is powerful. Verse 22. At the very moment they began to sing and give praise to God, the Lord caused the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir to start fighting amongst themselves. And so... As the, the moment they started singing, God threw the enemy into confusion and they started turning on each other and fighting each other. They, that God confused the enemy and they started fighting against each other. And verse 24, it says, So when the army of Judah arrived at the lookout point in the wilderness, all they saw were dead bodies lying on the ground as far as they could see. Not a single one of the enemy had escaped. Not a single one of the enemy escaped and not, not one person in Judah lifted up a sword. All they did was lift up their voices in praise to God. And this is the power of praise. This is how powerful praise is. And, and, I, and, I, and I believe that this is, this is a story that can teach you and me the power of praise. When you are facing that darkness in your life, maybe it could be uh, a mental health issues that you are facing you can feel the darkness around you maybe it is sickness in your body and you can you, you're facing that enemy or maybe it is uh, something that's happening in your family or in your workplace or in your school it may be bullying or cyberbullying, whatever it may be whatever that darkness is that you are facing when whatever that is that you feel the attack from the enemy the the moment that you choose to rather follow the downward spiral of fear and rather ch turn your focus on God and say, God, I'm going to go up in praise. The moment you do that, you're going to see God move because that's what God instructs. He says, all I need you to do is stand and watch me win this battle. And that I want to encourage you right now that this is how we fight as followers of Jesus. This is how we fight our battles. Our battle is not against people. It's not against flesh and blood. It's against principalities and powers. But when we lift up the name of Jesus, the enemy is destroyed and God brings victory into our life. Isn't that good? Isn't this amazing? And, and this is what God did for this community. And it says for the next three days, they went and collected uh, uh, um, the spoils of war. Because this enemy had weapons and they had food and they had resources. But now they just went and collected all the enemy's resources. And I love verse 30. It says, so Jehoshaphat's kingdom was at peace for God had given them rest on every side. And I just love this, that, that there's this amazing picture that, that this enemy had surrounded this nation, but they chose to lift up their praises to God. And God scattered their enemies, and they lived in this place of peace. And this is the promise that we can live in as followers of Jesus. We can live in this rest that God brings. And this is how we fight our battles. And so today, if you are facing a battle, I want to encourage you today, choose choose praise. 
Choose, make a decision because uh, praise is not just something that you do when you feel like it. Praise is a choice. Praise is a choice of faith. Saying, God, I, I, I don't feel like it now. I don't feel good. I may feel depressed. I may feel overwhelmed. I may feel uh, um, um, fearful, but I'm going to choose by faith to come out and I'm going to choose to lift up my hands. I'm going to choose to s- sing out your praises. I'm going to choose to declare your word, God. I'm going to choose to do this. Just like Jehoshaphat it says, he was afraid, but he turned and he looked to God. He, he turned and he made that decision to go up and praise. And that's what I want to encourage you is that n- number one, if you are facing a battle, Number one, make the decision to be a person of praise. And number two, as you praise, stand, like God says, stand and watch me win this battle. And that's, I want to declare that over you. As you praise, you're going to stand and you're going to see God move in your life. You're going to see God do miracles. You're going to see God bring healing. You're going to see God restore your family. You're going to see God bring financial breakthrough. You're going to see God bless you with the job that you've been trusting for. So stand and praise God in faith that he is going to move. And I love the scripture, Romans 8 verse 31. It says, if God is for us, who can ever be against us? (laughs) Isn't that so good? If God is for us, who can be against us? And so as followers of Jesus, we are, God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity. We aren't meant to be fearful, timid people, but we are called to be strong in God's strength. We are called to be a people who walk in the power of the Holy Spirit and we lift up our voices and we praise God in the midst of our enemies, in the face of our enemies. As we face the, the battles that we are that are right in front of us, we are not backing down, but we are standing as children of God. We are standing as those who are following Jesus, the victorious King, and we lift up His praise. And as we do that, God is going to continue to bring breakthrough in our lives. Come on, I'm so pumped for this. And this is something that I've seen in my own life over the 19 years of following Jesus. There have been so many times where I've been facing maybe financial challenges. I remember there was a time where um, um, the company or the NGO that I worked for didn't have money and I couldn't get paid. I couldn't get paid, but I remember just choosing to say, God, you're good. I praise you, God. I praise you, God. You are my provider, God. There, um, that, that you are the one that provides for me out of the riches of your glory, God. And remember praising God and, and choosing praise. And every single time I saw God bring breakthrough. So I want to encourage you, come, we are a people of praise. And so just practically, how do we do this? When you are facing a battle, number one is make that choice. as a choice, even though you may be fearful and overwhelmed, it's a choice to say, okay, I'm going to choose in this moment to praise. And praise may look different in different situations. Sometimes it may be just speaking out the Word of God. Maybe you're overwhelmed and you just get Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I, I, I lack no good thing. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, you are with me, God. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemy. So just take God's Word and speak it out. Declare God's Word. So there, there, there's just a, the simplicity of speaking God's Word. But there's also power uh, when we celebrate and worship God with our church family. So that's what I love about a Sunday morning. And I want to encourage you, for those that attend an in-person gathering, come early on a Sunday. Make sure that you are there before the countdown. So you're not walking in during the second song and you're kind of like, because... 
there's no, you're not in a place where you are ready to lift up your voice. Come early, come five minutes early. Get ready to celebrate Jesus. Get ready to lift up your voice. And if you've never done it, try lifting up your hands. There's something powerful about lifting up your hands or get a little bit of a dance in your step. And let's celebrate Jesus together and, and shout your praises out loud. And so I want to encourage you as you gather with your church family, come ready to praise. Worship is not just something we do to to kind of get us ready for the preaching of God's Word. No, worship is powerful, man. As we worship, the enemy is scattered. God is destroying the work of the enemy, and we're going to see victory as we become a people of praise. And secondly, uh, you can also do it alone at home. Sometimes there's times where I just put on some worship music and I just sing out my praise to God and I feel sorry for my neighbors and my wife, but hey, I don't, I don't care. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to praise God. I get some music on or you go for a walk, you put headphones in and you just, God, you're good. God, you're good. You, you sing out His praise. You declare His word over your life. And so there's something, it's just so practical. It's a decision that you make and as you do it, as you choose to praise God, you're going you're gonna to watch and see God move in power. So remember, this is not your battle. This is God's battle. All you need to do is lift up your voice and praise God. I want to finish with this final scripture. Romans 8 verse 37 says, No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is yours through Christ who loved you. As a follower of Jesus, as someone that loves and trusts Jesus, your life is a life of victory because of Jesus. It says we are more than conquerors through Christ who loved us. So you and I can walk in victory. So I'd love to pray for you right now. I want to pray for because I know that many of you are facing a battle right now. I want to pray that God would give you strength to worship Him. And as you worship Him, I, I'm, I'm praying with you to see that breakthrough. So let's pray. Jesus, thank you that we can lift up our voice. Thank you that we can lift up our eyes to you. No no matter how big the battle is, no matter how overwhelmed we may feel, we know that the battle is yours, God, that you are the victorious one. And I pray for every single person right now that you would fill us as your people with strength. God, thank you that you've not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but you've given us a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and a spirit of a sound mind. And Holy Spirit, would you fill every person right now with power so that we may make that decision to lift up our voices and praise. And as we do that, God, we're praying for great breakthrough in people's lives. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Awesome. I'd love to pray for one more group of people. So if you've never made a decision to follow Jesus, I want to give you an opportunity right now. Like, like I mentioned, I've been following Jesus for 19 years and it's been the best decision that I've ever made. And, and even in this, this journey, we're talking about this battle between light and darkness. And, 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 and you may feel like you're surrounded by darkness and the best decision that you can make is to put your faith in Jesus because He is the light. And then when Jesus comes into your life, it's like this darkness that's surrounding you just goes, it moves away because Jesus comes in and He is full of light. And if you want to make a decision today to follow Jesus, I'm going to count to three and I want to pray for you. So one, God loves you. Two, He's got a great plan and purpose for your life. And three, if you want to make a decision to follow Jesus, just say yes right now in your heart and I'd love to pray for you. Jesus, thank you for all of these amazing people. Pray that you come into their life, that you forgive them, that you fill them with your, your power and your love. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. Awesome. Well, I hope that you were encouraged by this message. And let's be a people that choose to praise our amazing God. And we're going to watch and see God do amazing things in our life. Hope you have an awesome rest of your day and see you next time. Thanks for listening today. We hope that God was able to speak to you through the message. If you consider Lifehouse your church home, or if you were blessed by these messages, then why not consider generously supporting us? Simply go to mylifehouse.com give and find the giving way that works best for you. Have a blessed day and we'll catch you all next time.